Welcome to Bookish Impulses Podcast. I'll be your host today. <laughs> we'll be your host today. No? No, that's no. <laughs> Welcome to Bookish Impulses Podcast. We'll be your host today. I'm Kenny. I'm just sorry. She can't stop laughing. Let's have some fun. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bookish Impulses Podcast, Episode 3. Books and their movies slash TV show adaptations. So let's get started. First up, we have It by Stephen King. As you already know, we're big Stephen King fans. Stephen King, what, what? This book does not only have the creepy scare factor, but it also has the gross and the mystery factors. Not only are scary and gory things happening, but you also don't know why they're happening. And it's all a mystery that this group of kids have to unveil. This book was so good that it didn't stop there. They made it into a miniseries in 1990. While it was quite a lengthy series and it was interesting and kept fairly true to the book, they did change some things and it unfortunately did not do the book justice. That's sad. The miniseries changed some of the experiences that the kids had with Pennywise and some things were just omitted. They definitely omitted a lot of what happened to Beverly, probably because they were sensitive subjects. Let us hope and pray please, that they do a better job this time around, since the remake is due to come out on September 8th of this year. We are definitely marking our calendars and looking forward to it. We sure are. And you should be too. Mm-hmm. Our next pick is V for Vendetta by Alan Moore and David Lloyd. The comic book was quite lengthy and, at least for me, a bit confusing. It had more of who the officers were, what they thought, and their lives than the 2005 film rendition. This one is about a totalitarian England after a terrible war. Here we have segregation and dehumanization of certain groups of people. They are sent to concentration camps to be killed, tortured, and experimented on, while the rest of the people are left without any books or media that is not regulated by the government. And strict curfew. Sucks. It does. It follows a young girl, Evie, who gets into trouble and is saved by V, the anti-hero and perceived terrorist. V is attempting to overthrow the government by opening the population's eyes to the injustice of the government. Truthfully, the movie is awesome. Yep. I watched it plenty of times before I read the comic book, and it was really good. Like, I loved it. I was obsessed with it, to be honest. Second time I watched it, I was too. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't get it the first time, right? Well, you know. Um... Obviously, the film does change some things. For instance, in the book, Evie is a teenager who works in a factory and gets caught trying to prostitute herself. While in the movie, she is in her 20s, works in a TV studio, and is caught out past curfew because she is late to a date. Huge difference. Huge. It is. Um... I mean, it it changes some things, but it's still a good movie. 
I quite enjoyed it. Like I said. I did too. Second time, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) Next on our list is The Martian by Andy Ware. As expressed in our previous episode, we enjoyed this book a lot. A lot. The audiobook was amazingly narrated by R.C. Bray. This book is very suspenseful. The main character, Mark Watney, a botanist, gets stranded in Mars because his crew believes he's dead. After regaining consciousness, Mark has to figure out how to survive on Mars without his crew and without adequate supplies to last him until the next time someone can stop by and pick him up. Which will be years later. Yeah. After many instances of trial and error, it seems like Mark has a chance at life. Until something unexpected and dreadful happens, destroying his viable supplies. This in turn makes him take a dangerous journey across the red desolate planet to meet up with his crew who has decided to risk their lives to go back for him. Through the whole book, you root for Watney and fear for his life. The movie which came out in 2015 casted Matt Damon as Mark Watney. People were raving about how great the movie was, but we book nerds who read the book weren't as pleased. We knew better. Yeah, we did. We know that they couldn't add every little problem he encountered, otherwise the movie would have been super long, but they could have left the key disaster during his long ride to the second location. We are also very upset that Vanka Kapoor's character was changed. Like, come on. For real? Yeah. Like, he was main character. Come on. <laughs> he was supposed to be a smart-alecky Indian man. He was not. No, he in, wasn't. In the movie. The movie was okay, but the book was better. By far. Yeah. The movie made Watney's journey seem a bit more easy-peasy. Lemon squeezy. <laughs> And if we read the book, I think we all know that it was not lemon squeezy, all right? Mm-hmm. At, at the most, it was like trying to crush an apple in your hand. You know that ain't happening. Exactly. Our next pick is The Help by Katherine St- Stockett. Is that, is that right? I think some people would say Stockett. And I think some people would say Stockett is kind of like last name Rocket. Oh, well. I mean, that's how I say it, I guess. That's how we accept it. <laughs> Okay. This novel is about the help, black maids, in Jackson, Mississippi in the 1960s. It transports the reader to those tough times when these maids worked very hard to serve these families that were terrible to them and unappreciative. It definitely evokes strong emotions while you read it. Let's do that. Yeah, like I really wanted to strangle some people. The only problem we had with this book was that it seemed like the author had a tough time with the dialogue and giving the right accents to the right people. Which is weird because she's from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, it was kind of tough. She described the way people talked and then she would write the dialogue a different way, which was very confusing. It was quite aggravating. The movie definitely hit home with this one, The cast was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. They did omit and change some things, especially when it comes to Celia Foote's Foote's... We'll go with Foote. (laughs) Foote's story. Uh, Minnie definitely played a bigger and more helpful part in Celia's life. We did not have dialogue issues with the movie, which was awesome. Yeah, the actors did a great job with the accents. It was just on point. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the the book was a little rough when Ugh. we were reading it. Oh my goodness. 
Don't get me started. <laughs> so enjoy the movie. Next up on our list, we have The Giver by Lois Lowry. Lowry, right? Yeah. It's always a tough one. These names, me. I swear. <laughs> this one is another one with a dystopian world. And this one, everything is regulated by the government. When we say everything, we, we mean everything. Everything. Everything from color, emotions, how they talk, what they do, when they do it, their careers, their spouses, and their children. Did we mention they even had the color that they see chosen for them? This book follows Jonah, a boy like any other in his community who is given the career of giver when his turn to get assigned a career comes. He is distraught because he does not know what this task is since it's never talked about. He soon finds out that it means that he gets to keep the community's memories of the past. This means that the previous giver has to give him the memories of what life was before every choice, emotion, and color was taken from them. Jonah starts realizing what they're missing out on and doesn't understand why anyone would take these things away. Sorry, no spoilers. We'll stop there. The 2014 movie oversimplified it too much. We weren't very impressed with it. No. Some things were changed, and it just wasn't as good as the book. Definitely wasn't. Yeah, it was just... It didn't hit. It It, is like a flat soda. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Like, you're expecting this greatness, and all of a sudden, all you get is the sugary yuckiness i like your analogy flat soda thank you (laughs) i would even go as far as to say it's like a flat soda zero oh yeah soda zero is terrible and then you (laughs) get a flat soda zero is just bad (laughs) okay next up we have the hunger game series by suzanne collins i am sure that most people have at least watched the movies come on But I guess we can say something about it, right? We have to. Okay. (laughs) Another dystopian world story. We apparently enjoy dystopian world stories. Apparently. (laughs) (sighs) Well, the setting for this one is in the United States in the future after a terrible war. As a result of the war, the country has been separated into 13 districts and a capital. The 13th district is said to have been obliterated, and the other 12 remaining districts are enslaved. Not only do they have to work till they drop and send their products to the capital, while receiving minimal food rations for themselves, each year, each district has to sacrifice a girl and a boy to the Hunger Games. These so-called games are ones in which these kids have to fight to the death. The winner gets a nice big house in their district and more food for their family. Obviously, someone has to stand up to these terrible acts of power-hungry and greedy government as this one. The movies are definitely good movies and were very well casted. Oh, yeah. 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 Cat news. Can't go wrong. <laughs> My only problem was that the first movie oversimplified Katniss's difficulties while in the arena. 
she definitely went through a lot more than was shown. Like, the first movie, I thought that before she went to find um, Peta, she was just stuck in a tree waiting for stuff to happen. <laughs> Which, that didn't happen in the book. Like, she did end up stranded on top of the tree, but more things happened before that. Well, you know, they can only do so much to Jay, La- Jay Lawrence before, you know. <laughs> before it was I too know, much. but still, <laughs> come on. Like, it made her seem weak. <sighs> I guess. And what is a podcast about books and their movies without mentioning the Harry Potter series? <laughs> we will not recap for this one since we all know what it's about. Definitely. (laughs) Come on, you gotta know this one. Come on. Even if you haven't seen it, you know what it's about. Yeah, exactly. We love the movies. They're great, and we usually go on at least two Harry Potter binges a year, the whole series. We just. Yeah. Two days, (laughs) it's a bunch of soda and chips. Mm -hmm. A whole weekend. Oh, and pizza. Can't forget the pizza. Do not forget the pizza. If you wanna have a Harry Potter movie party with us, you bring in the pizza. Exactly. (laughs) With that said, I do have to say that they obviously changed some things and omitted others, which is sad. Yeah. Nonetheless, we understand that they couldn't include every detail, so we accept the movies, and they are awesome. They are. You know how much longer they would have been if they would have added all that stuff in there? We would still be watching the second one right now? We probably would. The first time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they were still really good. They were. I love them. Snape was my favorite character. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And now for our life hack of the day. Life hack of the day. <laughs> for a 100% effective hiccup cure. Inhale through your mouth. Swallow saliva twice. And slowly... Exhale through your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me try it. It works. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> try it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Join us next weekend for our next podcast. Look for us on Litzy, Instagram, and Twitter. As always, keep calm and read on.